Hello, friends. I'm Annie. And I'm Annie. You're listening to the Macros Universe podcast. Your weekly podcast for a dose of random facts, lightheartedness, health and fitness, and everything under the universe. Welcome to the Macros Universe podcast, episode 29. We're going to talk about some tips and tricks for pregnancy. But first, Annie is going to give us our random fact of the day. All right. Today is April 25th. And April 25th is actually National DNA Day. So let's learn some fun facts about DNA. I mean, like, you know, when you're pregnant, like DNA is basically the building blocks of life. So we got to talk about DNA, right? There you go, yeah. <laughs> what, now let's start. What is DNA? For those who don't know, DNA stands for deoxyribonucleic acid, fancy word, a molecule containing genetic instructions that ensure living beings can properly develop, survive, and reproduce with every human being inheriting half of their genetic material from each of their biological parents. So you get half from your mom, half from your dad. Now, DNA can be found in almost every cell in our body, except for red blood cells, making it an essential component in what makes us human. So I've got five facts about DNA today for you. Fact number one, all human beings share approximately 99.9% of their DNA. So the tiny amount of DNA that defers the 0.1% is what makes us different from one another. This area of our DNA is responsible for determining our physical characteristics like eye colors, skull shape, and skin color. I think that's crazy that it's like, 1%. I mean, sometimes less than 1%. That's what yeah, makes you and I different. Crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Okay. Back number two. It would take 50 years to type out the entire human genome. Now there are around 3 billion units that make up the human genome. It would take around 50 years to type out the entire genome, but you need to type at 60 words per minute for eight hours per day. So that would be like your full-time job, <laughs> you know, like for 50 years, that's just what you're going to do. <laughs> I wonder if AI decreases that. Oh yeah, definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> I mean, although, Hey, if anyone's out there, like if, if you want to give me a job where for eight hours a day, I just type 60 words per minute and I get paid for the next 50 years, like guarantee I'll take that job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fact number three, DNA is made of four key building blocks. And man, I learned this in high school and college, but like, I, sh I should have like done my homework and, you know, looked up how to say these words. I used to know how to say them, but like, it's been so long. So I'm sure I'm going to butcher them. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> All you science majors out there, just like plug your ears. <laughs> okay. DNA molecules are made up of four chemical bases, nucleotides, which are the building blocks of nucleic acids. There's adenine, capital A, okay. Guanine, capital G, thymine, T, and cystosine, C. Did I, do you remember learning this in school? Did I say these right? <laughs> um, definitely learned it in school. No, I didn't use that. Every <laughs> right, I mean, on. I didn't butcher it too much, right? At least I didn't call it a cat, dog, like horse and mouse. So, you know, we're close <laughs> enough. All right. Fact number four, 
if you stretched out the DNA in one cell, it would stretch to two meters long. Now, remember, that's just one strand of DNA. Okay. If you did this for all the DNA in all your cells, it would stretch to approximately twice the diameter of the solar system. I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, I mean, like at great. the same time, who like just sits down and thinks, okay, let's stretch this out. And then let's think like, if we count up all the cells in your body and then add them all together, it would be like twice the diameter of the solar system. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh. hey, our last fact. It's possible for one person to have two sets of DNA. Now, although rare, it is possible for a human being to have two completely different DNA profiles. This phenomenon is known as chimerism and can happen during pregnancy where the mother retains some of her baby's DNA or when a fetus absorbs its twin. It can also occur in patients who've had bone marrow transplant. The donor's bone marrow continues to produce blood cells containing the donor's DNA. I mean, that's, that's just like crazy, insane. Yeah, that's wild. You know, when, like, I mean, is this like a true crime podcast thing or like, I, I'm sure this this has happened in the past, but where it's just like, you know, you have someone who uh, had a bone marrow transplant and now they have like a complete different set of DNA. And so they go and like kill someone or rob a bank and leave DNA evidence and the other person like gets charged for the crime. <laughs> <laughs> right right like isn't this like something that could happen or it's so, just <laughs> sounds like an interesting book that's for sure <laughs> <I read it. laughs> oh, someone else can write it I'm sure someone has already anyways <laughs> let's jump in let's jump in all right so our tips and tricks on pregnancy today all you expectant mothers congratulations so tip one Make sure you get the right amount of calories for you. Being pregnant doesn't mean you need to eat twice as much as food. And this is something I wish I had known when I was pregnant because with every baby, I mean, I gotten better with my subsequent babies, but my first baby, when I was pregnant, I was just like, yes, I get to eat twice as much as food. Cause I'm eating for two and I just eat whatever I want. And I gained like 50 pounds for like my first baby, which wasn't the best thing. So, you know, being pregnant doesn't mean you need to eat twice as much food. Now to find out how many calories you need during pregnancy, you should consult your doctor or midwife. In general, according to health.gov, the first trimester or your first 12 weeks, most women don't need any extra calories. Now for the second trimester, which is 13 to 26 weeks, most women need about 340 extra calories a day. And for your last trimester, which is after 26 weeks, most women need about 450 extra calories a day. Now, again, this is just a general guideline, right? Please talk to your doctor or your midwife or whoever is, you know, seeing you and caring for your pregnancy to find out what is the appropriate amount for you. But I think it's, it's a big myth that's still floating around that, you know, you're eating for two and you, you, when you're pregnant, you can eat whatever you want, which, Hey, listen, you're pregnant. You get to eat whatever you want. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we can also set healthy boundaries and make sure that you're consuming 
foods that will make you feel good. And if, you know, not gaining excess weight is your goal, then we can work on not consuming too many calories. So you don't have to worry about losing that 50 pounds like I did afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. there's I our tip number one. Remembering that that like 450 extra calories by the end of your pregnancy it's not a lot, people. It's like half a crumble cookie. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I already eat like an extra 450 calories a day, every day. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and obviously it's that depends, so right? Like there's more nutrient dense foods that you're going to be able to get a lot more out oh, of yeah, 450 calories. Definitely. But the point being 450 calories is not a ton extra. So just. I think everyone's going to throw up if they had to eat 450 calories worth of celery. <laughs> I mean, plain celery. celery, but I do love celery. I could eat a lot of just plain celery. Is this a, is this a challenge? Annie, we should like, see if no, you I don't can eat 450 calories. I'm just saying <laughs> I like celery like 450 calories of celery. That's probably like, I don't even know six bags of celery stalks or something. I mean, well, let's, great. let's say, I mean, like just roughly estimate, this is like so wrong, but like, it's not too far off. Let's say it's like five calories per celery stick, right? So 450 divided by five, that's 90 sticks of celery, 90, 90 sticks of celery. All in one setting, Annie, let's see. Anyone want to like start a Kickstarter? What, what's that? Go for me. And let's see if Annie can do that in like an hour. <laughs> Wait, what do I get for the GoFundMe? You get, um, we get 1 million subscribers. Yeah, no, just kidding. 1 million subscribers? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, that's awesome. We'll go All right. viral. No. All right, let's move on. Tip number two, remember that waking during pregnancy is necessary. So for the average woman, the recommended amount that you need to gain is between 25 and 35 pounds. So it's not a time for you to, to attempt a weight loss cycle. It's a time for you to really focus on feeding your body and your baby nutritious food. Learn to listen to your body and pay attention to how you're feeling. Um, just to add on to that, if for some reason your OBGYN, your provider tells you that during your pregnancy, you are supposed to not gain weight or for some reason, lose weight, always go with your provider, right? Yeah, like, for sure. again, the, all these tips, we should, we should mention all these tips and tricks that we're talking about. It is for the general pub, general, healthy, pregnant women. There are so many like medical conditions that sometimes you need to take into account and there's exceptions to rules. Right. And so I don't want anyone to hear this and say, well, this is what I heard on the podcast. And then uh, my doctor is saying something different. So I don't know who to listen to. Always yeah, listen, listen to your doctor. doctor. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, like not every, no one is perfect. And sometimes you might disagree with your doctor and it's okay to like, you know, voice your concerns or it's okay to even see a different provider, right? If you feel like the provider is not aligning with your goals, but at the end of the day, like these are trained professionals that know your specific case. And the end goal is to have a healthy baby, right? And so like your doctor's not going to sabotage your pregnancy. So work with your provider and find out what is best for you. Yeah. Okay. Tip number three. Take a prenatal vitamin with folic acid, iron, and iodine every day and follow a healthy eating pattern. Now this goes back to, right? Like when you're pregnant, 
geez, you're pregnant. You have the right to eat whatever you feel like, <laughs> you know, like we all know, yeah, we want to consume protein. Right. But I'm sorry. Like sometimes you just can't stomach it when you're pregnant. All rules go out the door. I remember when I was pregnant with my second baby, I love protein, you know, like I've always loved meat, all sorts of meat. I eat everything, you know, fish, chicken, pork, beef. But when I was pregnant with my second, I don't know what it is. I cannot, I can't look at chicken. I can't smell chicken, like nothing. And yeah. like, I think it was, it wasn't until like my second trimester, the only chicken that I could eat was Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I don't know what it was, you know, but like, I, I couldn't eat chicken nuggets. I couldn't eat like chicken patties. I couldn't eat like, you know, Parmesan chicken. I couldn't eat anything, but for some reason it, those Chick-fil-A nuggets, like it hit the spot, you know, your hormones change so much during pregnancy. You just never know. Right. So just find what works best for you at like fuel your body to the best ability that you can and don't stress about it too much. Um, during pregnancy, you want to take prenatal vitamins that include folic acid because folic acid can help prevent some birth defects of the brain and spine and iron and iodine help keep you and your baby healthy and eating healthy means following a healthy eating pattern that includes a variety of nutritious food and drinks such as, you know, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, dairy, non-dairy, plant-based, whatever you want to incorporate it into your diet. And of course, protein as much as possible, because like we said at the beginning, DNA, you know, building blocks, <laughs> this yep. protein is so important in the baby's like health and brain and development. So as much as you can get in, but if you can't stomach it, you know, don't stress about it too much. Like that's what these prenatal vitamins are here for to help supplement, you know, help complement your diet, whatever you can't get in. And then, um, try and choose food and drinks with less added sugar, saturated fats and sodium like salt. But then again, if like, if those salt and vinegar chips are the only thing that you can eat in your first trimester, don't feel guilty about eating them right? Like you get through whatever you can. Now limit refined grains and starches when possible, which are in foods like cookie, white bread, and snack foods. We're not saying that you shouldn't eat them. You have all the right to eat them. Just don't sit down and eat like a whole pack of Oreos, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, at the end of the day, we want to feel your body and give the baby the best nutrition possible. And um, if you're feeling sick, you can try eating a piece of whole grain toast or whole grain crackers and just like really slow down and take small bites and just take it in and see if that helps. So that is our tip number three. Tip number four, keep moving. So consult your doctor before any exercise routine, but for the most part, whatever you're doing pre-pregnancy is okay to keep doing while you're pregnant. Obviously, if you have questions or you're worried about your workout routine, talk to your doctor. But if you were able to keep your body moving, you'll feel much better throughout your pregnancy. Exercises with high fall risks should probably be avoided, but you can safely walk, swim, run, row, lift weights, and keep your routine for the most part. It's going to depend on how you feel. So listen to your body, but make a commitment to yourself to move your body. Even if it's just for 15 minutes a day, it doesn't have to be a lot, but 
Fatigue in pregnancy can totally wipe you out and getting your body moving even for a few minutes can help improve your mood and just overall how you're feeling. So keep moving. Okay. Tip number five, learn about postpartum depression. So I think uh, a lot of people have now heard about postpartum depression. It's more mainstream now, but did you know that 10 to 20% of the expectant mothers experience symptoms of major depression during pregnancy? And this could increase your risk for preterm labor. So now it's not just postpartum depression, it's prepartum depression. I don't know. What do they call it? Depression during pregnancy. Now, if you're feeling unexplainably sad, angry, or guilty, or if you lose interest in activities you usually enjoy or sleep too much, talk to your OBGYN or your midwife or your provider. Remember, you are not alone. Like if you have experienced something, chances are someone else has experienced too during their pregnancy. Now, with the help of professionals, therapists, support groups, and antidepressant medication, these are all options that can help alleviate depression and ensure that you have a healthy pregnancy. Now, that said, not all antidepressants are safe. So make sure that you are working closely with your provider and a doctor who is familiar with pregnancy-related mental health issues. Tip number six, focus on good sources of fruits and veggies, whole grains, lean proteins, and healthy fats. In other words, pay attention to your macros. It can help you create balance. If you, to kind of beat a dead horse here, yes, macro counting can be a tool for weight loss, but during pregnancy, that's not your goal typically, right? It shouldn't be. We talked about that before. Macros can also be a tool to help balance your nutrition. So it doesn't mean you have to track everything that you're eating or even that you're aiming for a specific number, but just keeping yourself aware. Are you eating protein? Are you eating yummy, nutritious fats? Are you eating fruits and vegetables and whole grains and make room for your treats? Know that your tastes may change during pregnancy and that's normal, but pay attention to how foods are making you feel. And as always, try to stay away from the good food, bad food, food labels. Eat to nourish your body and your baby. Hey, tip number seven, say yes to your cravings. We've been talking about this, right? You have the right to eat whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. Just make sure it's not harmful for your baby. Okay. No one really knows why pregnancy craving happens. Now, some experts say it's nature's way of providing nutrients to the expectant parent, particularly nutrients that may be lacking. Others say they're an emotional thing driven by hormones or your mood. Regardless, as long as you're eating an overall healthy diet, it's okay to give in to your cravings. Just be careful to limit portions. Don't eat that five gallon tub of ice cream all at once and know which snacks to steer clear of. Now, a few foods to avoid. These are foods that could be harmful for your baby, raw and undercooked meat or eggs, undercooked eggs, not eggs, <laughs> undercooked eggs, brie, feta, and other types of unpasteurized cheese and raw sprouts. Now, most herbal teas should also be avoided. According to healthline.com, raspberry leaf, peppermint, ginger, and lemon balm tea are the only ones currently deemed as potentially safe. And then again, always consult your OB with any questions or concerns regarding nutrition and food intake. 
Tip number eight, keep your body hydrated as much as possible. This can be especially hard when you're pregnant, especially if you have bad morning sickness, but water keeps your digestive system moving. It helps form the amniotic fluid around your baby, and it helps eliminate waste in your body and circulate your nutrition. So drink water, sip it slowly. If that helps, I would say for myself, like I could not drink water on an empty stomach. That always seemed to be a surefire way to make me throw up, but chewing gum really helped. Drink plenty of water and also eat foods that have a high water content like watermelons, cucumbers, avoid or limit drinks that can dehydrate you like alcohol or caffeinated beverages. Carry a reusable water bottle with you to help you remember to drink throughout the day and maybe even set reminders to drink water if you tend to forget. And you could also consider adding electrolytes to your water, especially if you are engaging in physical activity. And just like we've talked about before, monitor your urine color to ensure you're staying hydrated. Okay, tip number nine, wear sunscreen. Did you know that being pregnant makes your skin more sensitive to sunlight? So if you're more prone to sunburn, so that you're more prone to sunburn and chalasma, which are those dark, blotchy spots that sometimes appear on the face, which I have a ton. <laughs> During pregnancy, it's especially important to apply sunscreen with an SPF of 30 or higher. Now look for chemical three, chemical three, <laughs> chemical free formulas and wear a hat and sunglasses as much as possible. While there are no studies proved spending time in tanning beds can hurt your body, experts recommend you avoid them while you're pregnant, just to be on the safe side. Tip number 10, find your group and build your village. So you could join a group fitness class for pregnant moms or find a walking buddy, having friends that help cheer you on and keep you accountable can be really helpful. And it does take a village to raise your kids. So start building that village while you're pregnant, be a positive influence. So there's a quote that's by Napoleon Hill, Jack Canfield, Stephen Narcovy. I couldn't figure out who first said it. I looked it up and it was like attributed to several different people. So who knows who actually first said it, but you've probably heard it. It goes something like this. You are a combination of the five people that you spend the most time with. So who do you want to be? What do you want your pregnancy to look like? If you see someone who you think is a good parent, spend time with them, learn what they do, be friendly and approachable. And just remember to, if you want people to be a friend to you, be a friend to others and work on building that village during your pregnancy that you can carry on throughout the rest of your kids' lives. So uh, is that why my youngest acts like a dog? Because I just let him watch Bluey all the time then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, my like five people is a uh, Elmo. Um, let's see, Bluey, <laughs> Daniel Tiger, <laughs> Wildcrafts. Let's see who who else. Oh, Bill. Uh, we've been watching Bill Nye. So Bill Nye. So like these are the five people that are raising my children right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But I do well, have I mean, to say we've all seen those effects in our lives though, right? You notice yeah. that you start to kind of take on behaviors or um, you know, the language of yeah. the people that you're spending time with. And we talk about it with our teenagers, with our you know, kids all the time about like choosing their friends wisely, but it's oh, just yeah. as important for adults. And oh, so yeah, who do you want to be? What kind of a person do you want to be? Spend time with like-minded people. If you if there are people that you're spending time with that are 
you know, Debbie Downers or whatever, like you're probably going to start to take on some of that Debbie Downer. And I'm not saying like eliminate anyone from your life who you don't agree with. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying what kind of people do you want to be and find those type of people to surround yourself with? What kind of a person do you want to be? Well, I think of it like people because that'd be confusing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think of it like, you know, you are like a room, right? Like, and you can only fit so many people in your room. So are you going to fill the room with like people that bring you joy, people, people that like uplifts you, or are you going to fill your room with, you know, like people that are always bring you down, people only use you when they need you, right? Like friendship is important, but like we all have limited capacity. So choosing your friends wisely is you're doing yourself a service, right? Because mentally you can only fit so many people in your life at a time. So those are our pregnancy tips and tricks. We hope that if you are expecting, you have a healthy and happy pregnancy. And thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Well, friends, thanks so much for joining us on the Macros Universe podcast today. We hope you've enjoyed the topic for this week. We would love it if you could subscribe, rate, review, and share our podcast. Every rating helps the podcast grow. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Macros Universe and feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or suggestions for topics you'd like to hear about at the macrosuniverse at gmail.com. Remember, as your friendly neighborhood coaches, we are here to grow and progress with you. We can't wait to chat again next week.